Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Ready to cut through the BS? And here's some ways to drive your business forward today. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to Biz Sprints Podcast with your host, know the name. Michael McMillan. Check it out. Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Biz Sprints. This is Michael McMillan and thank you so much for coming back for another week of tips and tricks to help drive your business forward. This week in the studio, we are so excited to actually have our sales guru joining us today, Anna Contreras. Anna, why don't you say hi to everybody? Hi everybody, how's it going? So guys, this week I asked Anna to join us today so we can actually do an awesome episode about the numbers of sales. So many times, you know, when you're going through sales and you're going through your trainings and everything, you know, we talk about numbers a lot. And unfortunately, too many times when we're talking about numbers, we talk about the negative side of numbers. You know, we missed it. We didn't hit quota. We didn't hit our goal. We didn't do our calls, et cetera. And, you know, on this episode, I really thought it'd be great to get Anna from my sales team here and really kind of just have a chat about the numbers of sales, you know, why it's important, the challenges to cover those numbers, the impact on not getting to those numbers and ending it out with, you know, kind of the understanding of why sales is a science and not an art and talking you guys through that, giving you some tips along the way and, you know, allowing you guys to really start having a great week here. So with that, I thought we'd just jump right into this, you know, and and I thought maybe what I'd do is just, you know, kind of just ask you a little bit about, you know, to you, why, you know, what is numbers, why is it important to you and what do the numbers show you the importance in sales for you? Well, the numbers show that you're making progress daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly towards hitting your numbers. And it allows you a point of measure to see how you're doing each and every single day. Plus, when you hit your numbers, it gives you a sense of accomplishment along the way that your actions were for something. And then I see it as protection for yourself, especially in long sales cycles where it takes, it may take a while to actually get somebody on the phone or even somebody to respond to an email. It lets your, you know, VP of sales or your CEO know that you're actively working each and every day to get prospects through your pipeline. So cool, cool. So one of the things that was interesting you hear, so you, I mean, you're talking about kind of showing your progress that you're making daily, weekly, and monthly. Like, tell me more about that. Like, what are, what are you talking about there specifically? Well, it's, I guess it would depend on what your pipeline looks like. For me, myself, the way it's set up in BizFriends is to show, for example, like how many people, how many ideas are coming in through the pipeline Am I identifying who the buyer is? Am I making contact? And how often is that occurring day to day to make sure that that pipeline is nice and fat and full so we can move prospects through as quickly as possible? So I can go through and see what my numbers were in each stage you know, every single day. So if I miss my numbers, if I don't make my quota for the day, I know that there's something wrong. Either most likely for myself, just because I know how I work, I'm taking too long in certain stages to be able to hit those numbers. So I have to kind of reverse engineer my way back to see why are these stages taking so long? Yeah, it makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? I, I know you and I work on this quite a bit. And we work on this, of course, with a lot of our clients as well as, you know, talking about those stage moves and such. And you know, maybe if you could, like, you know, what is one of the ways that you found already where you can leverage some of these stages and, you know, managing your stages to be able to help, you know, show kind of what's going to be coming out of that and, you know, start talking about a little bit of that part of it? 
So let me make sure I understand your question, Mike. Are you asking ways I've found to move through the pipeline faster, to make faster stage moves? Totally. Okay. So one way for me is to go to events. I'm really good at events. I'm great at in-person. I have a really easy time meeting people and bringing them into the pipeline. So I know that if I have two or three events scheduled in that day, I'm going to easily, I have no doubt that I will hit those numbers because I know who I'm looking for. I know that I'm an event where it's A, either the industry that we work for and or the decision maker or an influencer is going to be there. So I know for sure just meeting one person alone, I'm going to be able to fly through the first four stages. And if I meet about four to five people, then right then and there at one event, I've already made my numbers. And then knowing that I've got two more to go through throughout the day, then I'm guaranteed to exceed my numbers. And that's one way I've found for myself to make sure that those numbers are hit. So it's cool. Is, and I'm happy you share that because it actually segues us into kind of the next piece, which we we're starting to talk about, which is, you know, the challenge in covering your numbers. And I know the one of the big ones, you know, prior to us even starting the podcast, we were talking about a little bit was uh, the whole idea of the time management side of it. And, you know, I know, you know, the listeners out there, they probably just heard what you just talked about. And they're like, holy cow, does this girl even sleep, right? You know, maybe if you could, you know, share with them a little bit of maybe of a little bit of what you do to help, you know, cover yourself from a time management perspective so you can hit those numbers and, you know, what you found to kind of help you out there. Yeah, sure. That's actually a great question because, okay, so basically it just comes down to my calendar and I've gotten so psycho about my calendar that if I so say, for example, tomorrow I have three events that I'm going to. So already in my calendar, what I have for tonight that sets me up for the next day is A, I have my yoga class. I know that I'm going to get home at 730 and I have everything slotted out from dinner to getting my outfit ready for the next day. Like, And that even includes ironing it. And that's going to happen tonight. Tomorrow morning, it's already set in my calendar what time I'm going to wake up, when I'm going to get ready, when I'm actually in transit from my house to the networking event so that I have plenty of time to be in a good space when I get there. Because I don't want to be worried. I don't want to be stressed out or anxious. I want to be in a confident space where I have peace of mind when I actually start networking and meeting people. And that's such a key piece to that, right, as that you just mentioned, which is that kind of that positive mindset, you know, going into these kind of things. And, you know, I love what you're talking about there with the time management of, you know, time blocking yourself so you can have that time there. Because, you know, I see even, you know, I know when I was, you know, just starting out in sales, you know, one of the things that, you know, you you get caught in quickly is this idea that you can kind of just do it off the cuff, right? Like you're like, like, oh, I could just make this happen. And, you know, I'll just, I'll show up when I need to show up and just do what I got to do. And you quickly start to realize that, you know, as you're pointing out, like, you know, we have numbers we have to cover. We have prospects we have to get in. We got deals we got to move through our pipe. And it's so critical for us to be able to hit those figures that we got to make sure we allocate our time accordingly. You know, one of the things I know I've always struggled with, you know, especially when I was still in frontline sales was, you know, knowing where to focus some of my efforts. You know, when you look at our pipeline, right, and you got the two phases of our pipe and you're talking about almost 12 steps in total between the whole pipeline. You know, what have you found so far? You know, how do you focus your efforts? Like, how do you break up your day to where you're like, I need to focus in this part for prospecting and this part for selling? Like, is there any tricks you've seen already in yourself to be able to break up your day a little bit? 
Yeah, I, I know for me, I work best in the morning. I am sharp. I am ready for anything. I feel like I information comes in very quickly and I can synthesize it. So prospecting any kind of researching for new companies, who the decision maker is, I do all of that in the morning. I will go on LinkedIn and research these companies, look at, you know, the specific buyer that I'm targeting. And I do all of that in the morning. I make notes for myself in our CRM. So I know basically I don't have to go back later on and do everything twice. So that part of the day for me, if I'm in the office the entire day, I make sure that that gets done early on in the morning. Any calls to our best on in the morning I've found. It's so crazy to me that you can do that in the morning. I am not that person, <laughs> as you know, right? Like I, I, I feel so bad because I'm the total opposite of Anna. I'm the one who's at like 1030 midnight emailing her like, hey, here's all the stuff I'm thinking about and that we should be doing tomorrow. And I feel bad because I know she's probably trying to get some sleep. So. <laughs> it's okay. I just turned off the ringer. I get it. <laughs> so, but, you know, the point there, guys, is so critical, which is, you know, Anna brought up and then, you know, and that's why I shared with me, you guys, that I'm, I'm a night owl, right? Is it? I know for me, all my strategy for the next day, I do at 1030 at night. That's when I schedule my time block to look at my next day. And it's so important, you know, for us in sales that we always understand, you know, when is that that magic hour? Like, you know, when is that time when you know you're in that perfect mindset to really sit down and hone in, you know, where you're not going to be too tired, you're going to be able to be creative, and you're really going to be able to make sure you're laying out your day to be super successful and in a positive mindset the whole way. Yeah, absolutely. And even starting your day off with reading a positive book, like I just recently picked up Think and Grow Rich again and starting off in the morning with reading. I mean, if you can't get through a chapter, you know, even reading a couple of pages and starting off with that a day can really set the tone for your day. No, totally. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I mean, starting that positive you know, mindset. I love that you're on Think and Grow Rich. I'm, I'm still trying to build up there. I'm you know, still on uh, the little engine that could. So I'll, I'll get there someday. <laughs> It's on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I mean, with that, right, I mean, we're talking about the positive mindset, which I think is, again, it's a, it's a good, you know, entry into the next piece, which is, is the the impact for not getting to our numbers. You know, I, I stress this a lot with a lot of my sales managers I've worked with, you know, that they sometimes we have a bad habit, especially from sales leadership perspective, of just harping on our peeps when they are just doing bad right? It's like, if you're doing good, I won't talk to you. If you're doing bad, I'm all over you. Right. And it's, you know, it's kind of a well-known reality inside of sales that sometimes it's unfortunate that this is happening. And, you know, I mean, as you talk to our clients about is that, you know, we are constantly educating them to change that mindset. You know, it's work with your people who are working well because they're going to go better. And your people who are not doing well, make some hard decisions on should you try to drag them up or maybe it's time to cut bait. But, you know, with the numbers specifically, you know, what have you found to be some of the impact by, you know, either not getting to the numbers and like kind of how do you help yourself keep your brain into where that's got to be? Well, I mean, not getting to my numbers. I mean, there is a, I mean, to be completely honest and transparent, there is this like, oh my God, what's going to happen if I don't meet my numbers? When the numbers are met, there's a sense of ease and it's like, it's just, oh my God, I did that. It's been accomplished. I can move on to other things and I can even surpass it as well. But I think focusing on, and this is something I think is probably pretty common. You've got a number to hit. And the first question is, how the hell am I going to get there? 
What are the steps that I need to take? Oh my God, it's a big number. I'm never going to do it. The research is going to take too long. And you end up in this cycle and this dip of negativity, of questions of, it's like you've just set yourself up for not meeting the numbers because it's the only thing that you're thinking of is that it's not going to happen. So what I try to do is if I have a day, like to be honest, like the past three days, I haven't hit them. I've come close two of them, but it hasn't happened. So what I do is I just don't make myself wrong for it. I don't sit there and punish myself or tell myself that I'm bad or I shouldn't be doing this. Instead, I realize it didn't happen. I realize the impact that it has on my company, on myself, and then I make a plan to do it better the next day and I stop it right then and there. So I focus once again on the forward action of what I'm going to do the next day. You know, one of the things you brought up there, and I think it's it's a really good point to kind of maybe talk about a little bit more too, is, is the fact that, you know, here, of course, we have numbers that we measure ourselves against, right? Which is, you know, we know how many stage moves we need to do per day. We know what the goals are on that. We have all those figures figured out. You know, but when we first started, I mean, even when you first joined me, you know, we're just pivoting the business a little bit. And I remember when we first pivoted, you know, we didn't have those figures. And I'd love for you to share maybe even, you know, kind of your reaction to when you didn't have numbers to measure your day-to-day success off of into now where you have them, like kind of what has that done for you? Well, it just makes everything so streamlined and so easy. Before I was going off of what I thought. So I would, what I would try to do is learn about certain companies a day or try to get myself set up with certain amount of calls each day, but it fluctuated. Now that I have a specific number to go to, my brain hyper-focuses on that and it's just all about that number, getting there and doing whatever I can to get to it. Very cool. Very cool. You know, and I mean, and the other piece you brought up in your, you know, when you were explaining about, you know, the impact on numbers, of course, is too, is that, you know, it does have impact on both sides, right? It's for the salesperson itself. And, and and there's also impact for the business, right? Is that one of the things, you know, we talk about a lot, even on this podcast is the fact that, you know, we always stress to salespeople that we talk to is that you have to focus and look at that you are your own business, like you're a micro organization, right inside of this organization. It's a, it's almost like being a franchise, right? You're a little mini franchise inside of our business, right? And the impact that has is a is a shared impact when we don't hit our numbers. You know, for the company, the big boy, right, is cash flow. You know, that's the thing that we, you know, every organization talks about pretty much every day. If you're a CEO, all we focus on is cash flow. How is the cash flow going? If cash flow is good. Everyone's happy. If cash flow is bad, everyone's sad, right? And and that's, you know, that's how I always explain it to, you know, I know you and I have talked about this, which is your numbers are like cash flow. You hit your numbers every day, cash flow is doing good. You know, you're going to get the numbers, you're going to get the profitability. Everything you're looking to do and achieve is going to fall down at the end of the day. And, you know, it's really ensuring that we keep that cash flow or that stage cycling going each and every day. You know, and that's a lot of this, guys, and where this all leads to, though, right, is, the strategy behind all of this. And it's a, a lot of this is, is ensuring that you have already determined what those numbers need to be, how that pipeline needs to progress, and what it is going to take to be able to get the net sales out from what you need to ensure that you can see that success. And Anna, I know you have, you know, actually kind of a cool equation you use for uh, how you actually make sure you get your sales out in each and every month. Yeah. So it basically is numbers in, 
plus quality plus passion equals sales out. So, I mean, it's pretty simple. Make sure you get your numbers in. Make sure it's quality. So it's the industries that you're really going for. And they're the ones that not only you want to work with, but that also would be a good fit for the company as well. Put a lot of passion behind it. Make sure you actually want to get to know these people. This company fascinates the hell out of you, no matter what it might be. And you're guaranteed to get sales if you just keep going towards it. I love it. I love it. So guys out there, right? I mean, you know, take it from us. I mean, we, you know, we live this just like you do every day is trying to hit those numbers and working towards them, you know, and as Anna put it, I think she, you put it great, right? Which is the fact is, you know, you're not going to hit your numbers every day. The goal is though, is to make sure you make up for it when you don't and do what you got to do to stay in that positive mindset, keep in a good place. You know, the more and more you keep in that positive mindset and you make sure you keep pushing hard, you're going to do what you got to do. Because at the end of the day, as you always hear me talk about, sales is a science. It's not an art. You know, if you put the numbers in and you put the right numbers through it and you can make sure you focus on those conversions, the right amount of sales are going to come out at the end of the day. And you and your company are both going to experience that cash flow you need to see to be able to run a successful, profitable organization. And of course, as always, guys, if there's ever help, you know, Anna, myself, or any of our team here at BizSprints can be in showing you some of these methodologies, you know, leverage us, leverage our website, all the articles and this podcast, you know, all this here is to help you guys see the ways to make sure that you guys are driving the right strategy, pushing yourself to success and seeing that growth you want to see. So guys, with that, till next time, I wish you nothing but success and prosperity. Thank you so much. My name is Michael McMillan, and I'm here with... Anna Contreras. So, guys, have a great day to your success and prosperity. Thank you very much. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thank you for listening to Biz Sprints Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit us at bizsprints.com for more tips and tricks to drive your business forward. No doubt about it.